So I'm reading a book called The Power of Personal Storytelling. And I told myself before I started reading it that I was going to read or that I was going to take action and implement every single thing he says in that book. And this is because I am working on storytelling right now and I really want to get it better because I know that storytelling is one of the most valuable skills that you can have as a person, as a professional in pretty much any career, and as a YouTuber, and for the goals that I'm pursuing. And so another thing that I'd said is I'm not going to read on So I'm not going to continue reading on the book until I complete the actionable step that he gives. Because at the end of every single chapter, he gives me a, he writes down actionable steps. And so I basically have a rule for myself where I finish every single actionable step and then I can move on. And usually because of this, I have to stop reading and then go and do it. And then I can't read until the next day. So I'm like... At this pace right now, I'm getting one or two chapters in a day. So it's probably going to take me like two or three weeks to finish this like 200-page book, which should be a quick read, but it's going to take me a lot longer because I'm taking action, which is good because I'm putting in, I'm going to get out of it what I put into it. But one of the most recent things that he said to do, and I'm sorry if I sound weird right now, it's because I'm literally shivering because it's freezing in the basement. But one of the things that he said to do is something that I never actually did before. And it's basically a exercise to reconnect with your past. And I benefit so much from this because I had such a negative relationship with my past because I grew so much in my like from since sophomore year of my high school um, until now that, and then I was doing a lot of bad habits in middle school and I kind of just thought badly of pretty much my entire childhood because of what I was doing in middle school, which was just playing video games all day. But this exercise was basically, you just sit down in a dark, quiet, peaceful environment. So I basically just sat down in my room, which was dark and I couldn't hear anyone and it, there's no distractions. And I you just you just think back to your childhood. He said that you can have broad just general childhood or you can think about a specific incident or a specific year or a specific event. And then on the next chapter, it the next chapter's actual step which I ended up reading um after I completed this one that I'm going to tell you right now was basically the same exercise, except you don't necessarily think back in general terms. You think back in feelings. So you try and think like, when was I feeling inspired or when was I feeling courageous? Or you can think back in thinking, which I didn't really understand the difference between thinking back and thinking and just thinking back. I don't know. But I, I did both of the I did both of the actual steps right after I read them, and oh my gosh, it is freezing. Okay, I did both the actual steps right after I read them, and I discovered something amazing. 
first of all, I discovered that I got to keep doing this. And as a result, I've swapped out my like meditation with this. Like I'm doing this instead of meditating every day, which I think it's very beneficial for me right now. And so what I discovered was that my childhood was not trash. Like my child was a, my childhood was amazing. And one thing that I told that I tend to tell people if they ask when I started self-improvement, I tend to say I started self-improvement the beginning of junior year or like the beginning of sophomore year, depending on like what I'm feeling that day, because beginning of junior year is when I started reading, but the beginning of sophomore year was when I actually started. Well, actually it was like the beginning of freshman year was when I actually started doing like exercise, exercising and stuff like that. Or it was maybe even before the beginning of freshman year. But pretty much, I always thought that I started self-improvement on the beginning of junior year. Literally like one and a half years ago. But what I realized was I actually have been on self-improvement pretty much my entire life. I've been doing like little things to improve myself all the time. And I just discredited everything that I did before then because of what I was doing in middle school, which was just being addicted to video games and playing video games all the time. But one of the most important things that I came to understand about myself was I was just trying to look, I was just thinking about just a broad childhood. And I like over the course of 30 minutes that I was doing it, a bunch of just images and flashes came to mind. And there was three very important points that I remembered. And it's three things that I'm kind of, or two of the things I'm really working on, which is courage and, let me actually check, I forgot. Yeah, courage and leadership. So two of the things I'm really working on right now is courage and leadership. But one of the things, the third one that I was working on a little bit before was like talking to girls and being confident around girls and all that, which I was working on that a little bit during summer when I was going to the mall and just cold approaching. But I kind of just narrowed in and focused on myself instead of just focusing on girls. Um, which I wasn't even doing it for the girls. I was doing it for myself. Whatever. That's a whole story on itself. If you're interested, go back to like episode 21 on the podcast and you can listen to it in real time. It might be 21. It might be 22. I don't know. It might be 20. I don't know. Just check those. But pretty much I was listening back to my, or I was, okay, I was remembering back to three different events. So three different kind of memories popped up into my mind. And the first one taught me that I am like a natural leader. And this is something important because I was really told that I was a leader all my life, but I always just kind of discredited that and thought that I thought like negative towards that. I thought that they were just saying that just because, and I didn't really feel like a leader, but I was thinking back and I saw, and I remember how in elementary school, I was like the most popular kid in in the grade. I was one of the most popular kids in the grade. And I didn't do that on purpose. Like I wasn't trying to do that. I was just chilling. I was just being myself. And I just, the memory that came back to me was 
me literally walking around the playground leading a small army of children just around the playground that was just like a memory that I had from elementary school I would literally just walk around and lead a small army of children like 10 15 kids I don't know it was crazy but I mean obviously that didn't happen all the time but that was just like one event and so that's like me it's me reminding myself that I actually am a leader and like I'm a natural born leader and it gives me the confidence to continue on with this YouTube channel because the last time I checked the analytics on the YouTube I have like I think 70 subscribers or 80 subscribers which is not that much compared to most YouTubers like people YouTubers that I follow have like millions of subscribers but if you put it into context, I have 80 people following me. And if you see that in real life, like I remember that memory looking back, I had 15 tiny children following me and I felt like the king of the world. And that like that's teachers in school. They have they're leading 20 kids. They're leaders and they feel good about themselves because of that. I have 80 people. Like if you look at, like just try and visualize what 80 people looks like. So if you're a high school student or if you remember high school, just think about that's like four classrooms full of kids. So I'm leading four classrooms for, full of people. So that's something amazing to think about. And I originally came to that epiphany of like, uh, realizing that I'm leading a lot of people, even though I only have like 50 subscribers back when I was taking a walk, um, a couple weeks ago. And I just randomly thought about that because I kind of felt bad. I think, I think it was my, um, how to get jacked as a high school student, which I changed to how to build an aesthetic body. That video didn't do as well. So I was kind of like disappointed one week after because I didn't realize I don't check analytics until one week after. So one week after I posted that video, I was a little disappointed. And so I went on a walk to like re um, whatever to re inspire myself. And I actually discovered that going on a walk and coming up with more brainstorming ideas and all that and getting excited again, that is so powerful if you are like in a low mood because I, left for that walk really low mood and I came back just really hype and excited to start working on the channel again but I basically came up with that epiphany that I have like 50 subscribers that's 50 people following me I, I can barely even visualize what 50 people look like and so that's the first trait that I was reminded of that I have like I am a, a leader. And then another trait that I re was reminded of is that I am courageous. And over the past couple months, especially like, or especially when I started getting into entrepreneurship, like the past six months, maybe I've been taking a lot of courageous leaps. Like some notable things were when I first started the pot or when I first filed my business under like the 
like when I first filed for my business to become like legit, that was really scary for me. I literally spent an entire week writing down in my journal pros and cons because I just was so scared to do it, even though it was nothing like there was no consequence. There was no like the only consequence was losing one hundred fifty dollars, which is the cost to file for uh, LLC. But I was just so terrified. And that was like one of the bigger courageous things. And another one was like the first time I cold approached a girl in the mall. That like was actually terrifying. And there was a bunch of other courageous events that I had. But I just had to remind myself that like I have always been courageous because I remembered or not necessarily always been courageous, but I've like it gave me a new perspective, this memory that I'll tell you in a moment. It gave me a new perspective of how courage is basically just a choice and how you can make the most courageous decision without much training. Because I've had like, for example, when I filed my business, I remember how that felt. I was like so scared. I had that same feeling when I was asking, like when I cold approached a girl and asked her for a number at the mall. And then I also had that same feeling now that I remember from this memory that I'm going to tell you right now. And it was back when I was like really young. I was probably like seven or eight or 10 maybe. I don't know. I was pretty, I was younger. Maybe I was 11 or 12. I don't know. I was a shy kid. I still am shy, but I was shy and my dad, his job um, requires him to go onto an assignment every summer, which is basically where he works at a summer camp for an entire month. So my childhood, um, a lot of summers I spent my, a lot of summers during my childhood, I spent at a summer camp which was absolutely amazing, by the way. Like, that was probably some of the best times I had ever. And I was reminded of them during this exercise also, which I kind of forgot about. So if you, okay, side tangent, you should definitely practice this exercise of literally just trying to remember your childhood because it is so fulfilling. It's actually one of the most crazy inner work things that I've ever done and most rewarding inner work done things that I've ever done. But um. At this summer camp, and I know, and over the past like couple years at summer camp, I've always had friends, and that made it amazing. Now that I remember, I think that I was probably like eleven or twelve or thirteen, um, when I when this memory happened, and so I knew that f- having friends w- during this summer camp during this month, other staff kids that were there for an entire month, that made the time so much better and there was one there was one other kid my age and then one other kid like probably like four or five years younger than us and they were hanging out together they already knew each other and I basically I knew that they were there like I saw them at camp but I was always too afraid and shy to walk up to them and just start being friends and this was back when Um, we were young enough, like we were young to where it was as simple as literally just walking up to them and say, Hey, can we be friends? Like, that's how simple 
like if you remember that's how simple it is to be friends in um when you're young which i'm questioning why isn't it that simple now are we just making it more difficult on ourselves maybe that's an experiment maybe i should walk up to a random person the next time i like am at like that kind of next time i see someone maybe i should do that and just say hey can we be friends that'd be a cool experiment i don't know but pretty much that'd be a cool comfort zone challenge also because that's out of my comfort zone but i walk or we're and then okay so we're at suburb camp i've seen this guy around and all of these moments I've missed. Like I had plenty of opportunities to walk up to him and say, hey, can we be friends? And then this one day we are like me. I'm okay. So we're sitting in the main entrance of the camp, like the lobby area. And I'm sitting across the room from him and he is just on his phone or he's playing on like a electronic device with, um, his friend, which was the younger guy. And so I'm just sitting there, just kind of sitting, um, super scared, super nervous, super shy. And then I'm just like, oh, and there's no adults in the room, by the way, which is probably why I mustered or probably how I mustered the courage to actually make the move because I never would have made the move if my parents were there. I don't know why. I, I always like question why I'm less courageous around my parents, but I don't know. I, I made the move. I decided to make the move. I'm like, okay, it's now or never. Like I got to do this. Like I know that this is going to make my month, my summer camp experience so much better. So I made the move and that was probably one of the more difficult things that I'd done at that point in my life. And it ended up being the best summer camp experience that I'd had um, probably ever up to that point. So that is me remembering that I'm courageous. And then the third thing was me remembering that I am good with girls. Like I am a natural ladies man. And it's when I was in elementary school two I don't it's probably more occasions than this, but two occasions that I can remember in second grade I sat next to like my desk was sitting next to um, like three other people. And then one of them was this one girl. And I just remember like always being very friendly with her. And then another time was in like fourth grade or third grade. I don't remember, um, what years, but I was super friendly with another girl. And there was lots of like memories that I have of like just being comfortable around them. And so that's why I'm reminded that like I can be comfortable around girls and be very like friendly. And so that is pretty much the exercise that I went through yesterday, literally just sitting in my room and trying to remember my childhood. Like I didn't have the goal to think of different like traits that I had as a child that I have now. My goal was simply just to remember my childhood. And then like I sat in my room, my room is set up to where it, it can get pitch black if I want to, because I nailed blackout curtains on the window and the doors, um, door. Um, and so I literally just sat in my room, turned the light off and set the timer for, th um, 35 minutes 
and literally just sat there on my bed thinking, what can I do? Or not, not thinking that I was literally just thinking, what was my childhood like? Like that was literally my broad question. And then I literally just let my mind race with different memories. And they didn't come spewing out, by the way. Like they literally, it took probably like five minutes to warm up. And I've conditioned myself to be able to sit in silence over the past couple, over the past half of a year. Um, So I'm able to do this. You might have um, a more difficult experience, but it's definitely worth it. So do that. I'm pretty sure it's called like loathing and inviting the soul or something like that. It's if you um, just get the book, it's called The Power of Personal Storytelling by Jack McGuire. It's like chapter five or six or something like that. I don't know. Just read read the book. I'm like not even a fourth of way done. And it's also it's already changed my life. And it's because I'm taking action. So take action.